Welcome to God's Favourite Shepherds, a collection of 39 short stories rounding out the lives of mainly lesser-known Bible characters, with many of the stories ending with a short quiz. Listen now to the author of God's Favourite Shepherds, Bill Ackland. Today's story is about a person you don't hear much about in the Bible, but there is a story around this lady. The title of the story is My Sister Zipporah, with the subheading, A Strong Wife for a Strong Leader. The story is based on Exodus chapters 2, 4 and 18, and Numbers chapter 10. We are seven sisters, daughters of a priest of Midian. Our father believes in the true God, as there are still a number of people in Midian who do. Our only brother is Hobab, older and wiser than we. He helps our father run the family's affairs. Although I might say that our father Jethro, meaning excellence, a title given him because of his position, is wise enough and needs little help. However, our father is looking to the future, for Hobab will be the head of the family when our father is no longer with us. Father's family name is Reuel, which means friend of God. I cannot imagine a more wonderful name. Our brother's name means beloved. We not only love him as our brother, our only brother, but also because he is kind to us and does not treat us unfairly just because we are females. My sisters and I care for our father's sheep, He has quite a large flock, so it takes all seven of us to care for them. One day, one of my sisters was looking in the direction of Egypt and called out to us, Look, there is a man coming this way. He looks like he is in a hurry. I hope he's a good man. We did not have long to wait to find out, but before he came to where we were watering the sheep, some other shepherds who wanted to water their sheep drove our sheep away. By then the man of Egypt arrived at the watering trough. Seeing us being treated unjustly, he told the shepherds to stand back. He was only one man, but spoke with such an air of authority that the shepherds moved away, while our new friend made us sure every last sheep of ours had water to drink. This was such good news that we hurried home with the sheep to tell our father, leaving the man sitting back at the watering trough. Breathlessly, we told our father what had happened. Well, he said, where is this kind man? Go, bring him to our tents, that we may share the evening meal with him. So Zipporah, our eldest sister, and some of us, brought the man to our home. He was obviously relieved to have somewhere to stay, as he was very tired after his long and hurried journey from Egypt. As the days and weeks passed, Our father employed him to help manage his livestock. Little by little, this new family member taught us all about his background and why he had come to Midian. We were amazed that we now had in our home the Prince of Egypt. I called him a new family member because our father gave him his eldest daughter Zipporah, meaning female bird, to be his wife. Moses was delighted, for we all thought that Zipporah was the most beautiful of all of our seven girls, 
and we are sure that Bozas thought so too. Over the next several years, Zipporah bore two sons to Moses, the eldest Gershom, meaning sojourner, and the younger Eliezer, meaning my God is a helper. Knowing what Moses had gone through so far in his life, we understood why he chose these names for his sons. The years passed slowly, like a great river flowing slowly across a wilderness plain. It was 40 years since Moses had come into our family. We were all a close family. Then something happened to Moses that was radically to change his life, the life of his own family, and to a lesser extent, the lives of the rest of us, particularly Hobab. Having taken some sheep towards a significant mountain a distance away from our family's location, Moses saw a most unusual sight. It was a desert bush that burnt brightly, but did not burn up. After watching it for a few moments, Moses thought he would go closer to try to see if it was real fire and why the bush had not burned up by then. Suddenly, he heard a loud voice calling out from the bush, Moses, Moses. Moses knew it was the voice of God, but all he could say was, Here I am. Do not come any closer, but take off your sandals, for where you are standing is holy ground, God said. God proceeded to tell Moses that he knew what was happening to his people and that he was about to deliver them from slavery. He said that Moses was to be the one he would use to accomplish this. I do not know all that was said, but Moses made immediate plans to return to Egypt after 40 years with us. He would take his wife and sons with him. God told Moses that Aaron, his brother, was coming out from Egypt to meet him and that he would be his mouthpiece. Of course, Moses had been trained in the art of speech, destined as he was to be Pharaoh someday, but having spoken mostly to sheep for 40 years, he felt inadequate to do what God had told him to do. Some time went by. One day my father heard the descendants of Jacob, known as the children of Israel, had been released from Egypt and had made their way to Horeb, also known as Mount Sinai. To ensure their safety, Moses had sent Zipporah and their sons back to us not long after he arrived in Egypt. So Father decided to escort Moses' family back to him to be reunited with their husband and father. It was a happy reunion, and Moses was as pleased to see his father-in-law as he was to see his own family. Our father stayed a few days and learned of the amazing signs and punishments God had performed in Egypt to persuade Pharaoh to let Israel go out of Egypt to worship him in the wilderness. However, my father was stunned when he saw Moses spending long hours every day in the hot summer sun, giving judgments on all sorts of matters the people brought to him for a decision. What are you doing, my son, he asked. Here you are, just one man, trying to be all things to these people. It's just too much for you. If you don't have a better plan, you will wear yourself out. Who then will judge the people? You must choose wise men from all the tribes and make them rulers over thousands, hundreds, fifties and tens. 
then you should judge only the difficult cases. This is the word I have received from God for you. And if you do as I have said, you will be blessed and the people will be blessed too. Fortunately, Moses was a humble man. He agreed that Jethro had given him good advice. So he instituted the plan that his father-in-law had suggested. Shortly after this, our father returned to our home. Our brother Hobab had accompanied our father to escort Moses' family to him at Sinai. When father returned home, Hobab had stayed on, intending to return home a little later. However, Moses knew that Hobab was more familiar with the surrounding region than he was. He wanted him to be a guide through the difficult country the children of Israel would have to negotiate on their way to Canaan. At first our brother said that he must return to his home and all his relatives, to the familiar territory in which he had grown up. But Moses pressed the issue and finally persuaded him to accompany the mighty multitude that had grown from only 70 people to a nation of over 2 million people in only a little over 200 years. We were sad to see our brother go. We feel glad he was with our brother-in-law, who had found his way to our home over 40 years ago, married Zipporah, had two sons, and was now God's leader, taking his people to what they knew as the Promised Land. We never saw Zipporah again, but we had had the pleasure of her company as our elder sister for many decades. We realised too that moving from place to place, from one tribal group to another, and from one country to another, was what many people did in our day. New lands were being discovered even hundreds of years after the Great Flood. Zipporah, a female bird, making a lovely nest for her family and a safe retreat from the weighty responsibilities of her husband Moses. Zipporah, in her own right, was a leader too. And now I have a brief quiz for you. Where did Moses go after he fled from Egypt? Moses met a group of sisters looking after their father's sheep. What was the father's name? We know the name of only one of these sisters. What was it? What was the brother's name? And what good plan did Jethro urge Moses to accept? You've been listening to God's Favoured Shepherds, a book with 39 short stories rounding out the lives of mainly lesser-known Bible characters. If you have any comments or questions, or to obtain a copy of this book, give us a call within Australia on 02-4973-3456 or send an email to radio at 3abnaustralia.org.au. We'd love to hear from you.